This is the Scott Seidenberg Show on 98.7 ESPN. Joining me now, four-time World Series champ, former Yankee reliever, Jeff Nelson. And Nelly, when you see a guy like Albert Pujols take the mound last night, does it does it make you want to warm up the old arm and give it another shot? I might have been able to do a little bit better. I, mean, I think he <laughs> gave up two homers and four runs. You know, this is what you see. What did the Giants on the other side had one as well, and he uh, he went up in the home run off of Pujols, I think. So that's what happens when you have blowout games. Uh, exactly, and everyone's trying to protect uh, these pitchers by not having them throw in, uh, I guess, unnecessary situations. Uh, let's talk about the Mets pitching here for a second because I actually want to make the argument, Jeff, that the rain out tonight helps them. They didn't have a pitcher for this game. And because of the double header rules, they're going to be able to call up a 27th player to this roster so that they can actually put together a pitching staff for this week. Yeah, it, it does help. I mean, I like what baseball did as far as, you know, you can add another pitcher in, in the, in the double headers, especially now that it's nine, which I'm glad it is. I didn't like the seven inning double headers, but uh, you know, now that it's nine and, you know, you look at the pitching staffs now, you don't have guys that, Besides Scherzer, I mean Scherzer is one of those workhorses that he doesn't want. He doesn't ever want to come out of the game. But uh, and Bassett, Bassett has been, you know, what a huge pickup. I saw him in spring training, and it was towards the end. And I actually think that he faced the Marlins. And once they got him, I said, you know what? I think this guy's going to be a huge pickup for him. It's a shame that the Grom's not out there yet. But that, that would have been three, uh, three or maybe the top starters in, in baseball with a with the threesome that way. But you know, you look at starters now, you know, they don't go much over 100 pitches. You know, once they, the analytics the third time around the lineup and all that, you're seeing the bullpens being used more. You don't see very many multiple innings from guys out of the bullpen. They're usually one, then you go to the next guy. So it's nice that the that Major League Baseball added that extra pitcher. And you're right, it probably did help. I mean, it's the weekend, I think the Mariners were the first team that ever won a series against the Mets, wasn't it, this year so far? Yes. Yep. Yep. It's the first time they've lost a series. Uh, and, and and for my concern for the Mets is that you don't want injuries to start to pile up, right? Tyler McGill, who had a tremendous start to the season. Uh, right. I started, I was nicknaming him Silor McGill, Jeff, at one time. Um, he now goes to the DL, uh, was still without DeGrom Damn. for uh, an extended period of time, even though he, he was getting MRI today, see if he can resume throwing on flat ground. Um, but there was also this interesting article that uh, was out on Yahoo about the Mets soft contact and how they actually they lead the league in infield singles. Buck Showalter's done a great job of having them hit for contact. They're not striking out, which is good in a sense, right? Because we hate the strikeouts, the numbers that have been so high. But can you survive without hitting home runs, without having those extra base hits, which is what the Mets have been doing so far? Well, the home runs, the home runs, they'll come. But as far as extra base hits, they're the ones that you. There's the one. They're the numbers that you want. Uh, you know, sometimes home runs are rally killers. You, you know, you get you get a two run homer. Next thing you know, it, it kills a rally. I mean, you would like to see multiple hits in a row. Listen, the Mets have a great record. They're in first place in the NL East. You know, what can what more can you expect? I mean, they really have a good lineup. Um, I like I like what they're doing now. I think Buckshill Walters was a perfect guy for for the Mets. I mean, he's, he's probably one of the most prepared managers in the game. You, you know, a lot of times if you see a lot of infield singles, 
it sometimes goes against the shift in a way. So it almost helps. And then all of a sudden yes. you, you, you see teams, they're going to have to tar- start playing the Mets more straight up. And then all of a sudden you'll see other base hits through the holes. And, you know, but for me, the, the extra base hits are the numbers that you want. You know, the home runs will come and yes, they're nice. And yes, they have guys that can, that can hit for power in that lineup. But the extra base hits are the things that you want from a team. They keep rallies moving. They keep the line moving in that lineup. And, you know, that, that stuff will happen. The Mets are having a really good start to the season. It's really nice to see the Yankees and the Mets and really have one of the better years so far in baseball, both teams. And it's nice when that happens in New York. Yeah, it's giving 2,000 vibes all over again. Talking to four-time World Series champ Jeff Nelson. Joining me, Scott Seidenberg here, 98.7 ESPN. As far as the Yankees, who, yeah, are the best team in the American League right now, uh, what's been the most impressive aspect of this team start to you right now? Is it their bullpen or is it their rotation, which has been great, led by a guy like Nestor Cortez, who's been a revelation for this team? Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to say Nestor Cortez, you know, obviously you can't make a mistake in that lineup you know, they're staying healthy. That's been very impressive. Yes. It's only been 34, 35 games, but they're staying healthy. Uh, you, you don't have any major injuries. Uh, that lineup is, is very tough to pitch pitch to you. You have Glaber Torres is, is, you know, backed at his normal position. You have Rizzo is a great clubhouse guy. You know, Stanton, Judge, you have LeMahieu that is healthy last year playing injured. But I think it's Nestor Cortez, you know, what he has done. And, you know, he had such a, he's had such a short time in the major leagues. He was drafted as a Yankee, spent a little time, I think, with the Yankees before he went to the Mariners. And then the Mariners, wow, he elected for free agency, didn't want to go down, signed back, pitched a little bit last year. And then this year, you know, you look at him, he doesn't have an overpowering fastball, but – Apparently, I've heard that he that he developed his cutter in the Dominican League, and he, he cutter slider. He drops down from the side. He pitches up in the zone with that four seamer, and, and he throws with no fear. I mean, you watch him, and he looks like this guy. He's having such a good time on the mound. He's smiling. Uh, they're playing great defense behind him. And the one thing, the reason why they're probably playing great defense is this guy gets the ball. He's right back up on the mound. I mean, he doesn't mess around with you know shaking off the catcher or. Uh, walking around the mound, he's right back on the rubber. And a lot of times that really throws off the rhythm of the hitters. But what a great start. I mean, what's he leading the league in the ERA? I mean, this guy, <laughs> he, he's your number two right now behind behind Cole. It's unbelievable. I, I love the story. And what's great is that, and, and so impressive, is that he's not overpowering guys with his fastball, but yet 90 from him, it's almost they're reacting like it's 97. Like guys are late on 90 mile an hour fastballs from Nestor Cortez. So whatever he's doing deception wise is clearly working. Yeah. You know, he throws the, the hitters, the right-handed hitters always have to be aware of that cutter inside. And then he'll backdoor the slider and you're right. It almost looks like the ball's like getting is jumping. It has some late life. Once it gets to the, gets to the plate, it like jumps on top of the hitter and he's pitching up in the zone. So when you're throwing breaking ball down, cutter in, and next thing you know, you see a four-seamer, 91-92. It looks really good to the hitter. And a lot of times, they just they have a hard time picking up that pitch, and you see a lot of swings and misses for that four, from that four-seamer upstairs. Jeff, what's been your opinion on the pitch comm system, having the catcher relay uh, the signals via a button and, and having the pitcher get it in their, uh, in their, in their hat? Do you, do you, are you in favor of that? Have you liked what you've seen so far from that? 
No, you know, I don't think it saves any time. I think it's, I think sometimes you've seen teams and, you know, I do some stuff with the Yankees and also a lot with the Marlins. And I've talked to some guys, some guys like it, uh, you know, some like middle infielders, if you don't have big crowds, they're afraid that that, that, that voice that they hear, cause it's right in their, in their cap of their hat, right in that little fold out part that, you know, maybe the runner will hear it. Um, you, you know, some of the pitchers are having a hard time hearing, hearing it from the catcher, especially if you have big crowds. Uh, so I hear mixed things, you know, I don't, I think it was a lot with, you know, don't steal keep everybody from stealing signs, maybe speed up the game. But I, I see, I see half the pitchers using it. And some of them just say, you know what, just, if they're going to steal the signs, you know, good for them. Go ahead and try to do it. They're still going to have to hit the ball. It's not like in the olden days where you knock somebody down or you drilled somebody if they were trying hmm. to steal signs. They don't do that anymore. So they came up with that. So I think there's mixed emotions. You know, I, I don't know if I'm a fan of it. I, I don't think it speeds up the game. You, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, you see infielders having problems with, with it and they're giving it back and saying, okay, I, I can't even hear this thing or it's not working. So I think it's still a work in progress. Do you think that Major League Baseball has an issue right now with the baseball or at least lack of consistency with the baseball, as we've heard from numerous pitchers? I do, and I don't know. You know, every team now has a humidor that they're putting these baseballs yep. in, and I guess it deadens it a little bit. I know they started it with in Colorado because the ball was flying all over the place. So it is, it is some inconsistency because I hear a lot with the hitters, too. They think they've gotten – uh, you know, a good part of the ball, and next thing you know, it's not going out. Now, the, you know, for the Yankees, it, it hasn't mattered too much. They're leading baseball in home runs. So, it's, uh, you know, they haven't seen any kind of problem with how the ball flies. But uh, some hitters have complained, and also pitchers, like you mentioned, they're having a hard time getting a grip, especially in cold weather. You know, I don't know if they're rubbing up this baseball with the mud before they throw it in the humidor, because if that happens, then it probably is a little slick once they take it out. You know, I know early you saw some of the Yankees like Garrett Cole. Uh, you had Severino. They started going to the cutter. That's also happening around the league. A lot of guys are going towards the cutter because that's an easier pitch to get a grip on and make it move uh, instead of the breaking ball on the slider. When the weather warms up, it'll probably be less of a problem. But when it's when it's a little chilly, I think you're hearing a lot of complaints that it's just it's just not consistent. You just can't get that grip on the baseball anymore. And I'd love for Major League Baseball, Jeff, to just come out with their own substance, their own version of spider tack to allow pitchers yeah. to use it because you need to have a grip on the baseball. It's dangerous for the hitters too. look at I mean, just look at how many Mets are hit by pitches. Look at, you know, we saw it in a span of one series, two Mets take fastballs up to the helmet. And, you know, thank goodness they were wearing that chin, the chin flap. But it's dangerous when these pitchers can't grip the baseball. Yeah, I agree. And the thing of it is, is especially when you have guys out there on the mound that don't know where the ball's going. You know, it's all about how how much I can, you know, light up the light up the velocity board or the miles per hour. It's not really location anymore. I mean, all you see is guys rear back and just see how hard they can throw. And and a lot of times that's dangerous because they, you know, the hitters are up there and they're expecting a certain pitch somewhere, and and guys don't have any clue where it's going. And next thing you know, it's, they're getting drilled because the guys can't get a grip on the ball. It's not like it used to be. I mean, you had more control. You had more controlled pitchers. They knew where the ball was going. So if something was going inside, then that was probably on purpose or for for a reason. 
you know, you look at you look at Degrom and Scherzer; those guys know where the ball is going. Bassett, they know where the ball is going. But a lot of guys are just rearing back and letting it go. And when you're right, when they don't have a grip on the ball, you know, it, it becomes dangerous because then all of a sudden they're upstairs because that's where a lot of outs are coming from. And, and then, and you, next thing you know, you're going to get a lot of headshots, and it gets, it gets to be dangerous. Nelly, you're the best. I could talk baseball with you for hours. I appreciate your time, brother, and I uh, hope to talk to you soon. Hope all is well. Thanks, Scott. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. There he is, Jeff Nelson, one of the best, uh, you know, four-time World Series champ, obviously, with the Yankees, but does stuff for the Yes Network. Catch him uh, covering, uh, does stuff with the Marlins as well. Has got podcasts with the New York Post. Uh, just one of the best when it comes to talking baseball and breaking down the game. This is the Scott Seidenberg Show on 98.7 ESPN.